Welcome to Paradise Earth Resort by Chef Prue of Paradise Story, my newest podcast, a telling of stories of following our dreams through failure, demons, and curses, guided by higher story into miracles of awakening, discovery, and treasure, including the treasure of treasures, the discovery of Paradise Story, and its manifestation through this new venture of Paradise Earth Resort. And all of this as the aging, toxic, separation-based human earth system collapses all around us thanks to the COVID-19. I hope you'll join me. Paradise Earth Resort by Chef Prue of Paradise Story, Episode 1, Trial by Fire, An Accidental Chef. Hello everyone, I'm Chef Prue and I'm, uh, I'd like to take a little time out of my day. Um, I've been busy, very busy, uh, building out uh, this Paradise Earth Resort and um, putting together presentations, putting together new training modules, uh, basically running with it uh, and at the same time uh, putting out the feelers, trying to, trying to recruit uh, a sponsor to, uh, to put this thing, find it a home for its first resort campus. So um, I, I, I've set this goal for myself to take a little time out and share a story with you every once in a while if, if that sounds interesting to you. The story uh, I'd like to share with you today is the story of how I became a chef, which I never intended to become a chef. Um, I think that might be a fun story to share with you if you'd like. It all makes sense now, but only after discovering Paradise Story and Layered Ternary Harmony Story, um, which LTHS is a new technology, a new consciousness technology. It's a new layer of software and CPU that runs on top of our physical universe. And it is going to change and touch all of our lives soon. Um, and and it's, the, it's the technology that is behind the content of, of this podcast. Um, but um, it, it didn't make sense until, until this point. It was just a life, a string, a long string full of accidents and coincidences that one failure, uh, one attempt to change something, lead to another, to another, to another, leading to this very moment of discovery of something so important as a, a new expanded view of our universe that's based on all scientific observation and modern day computing architecture and technology. Um, I never intended to be a chef. Well, I never intended to be a chef of this new Paradise Earth Resort. Uh, I never intended to discover LTHS. These are all wonderful accidents that happened. You know, I did have a love of food. I loved my grandmother's food. I loved the street food in Puerto Rico. I remember taking cooking classes in elementary school, but that was so I could eat what we were making, which was a lot of baked goods loved them. Um, I also loved 
I remember loving uh, trying to start a business, uh, a lemonade stand kind of thing. Um, you know, I was really excited to bring home a, uh, a uh, Ronald McDonald carnival kit and put that carnival together with a friend to have all the neighborhood kids come through and uh, give us money to play the, the different uh, games that we had set up. Um, I, I remember uh, having a little bit of success with a, a cinnamon toothpick business that I had started. I boiled up the cinnamon sticks in, in cinnamon oil and packaged them up in little bags and I was selling them for a quarter each and the kids would line up until uh, Mr. Pope shut that one down. Couldn't do that on the schoolyard. I had interest by, you know, nature, uh, birds and fish in particular. You know, I had lots of interest, but I, I, I couldn't say I had a true passion. I, I, I enjoyed art class, um, these things. But, you know, and boy, do I have a passion now. It just, I didn't know it at the time. Uh, the exploration of Paradise Story um, and applying that into our physical universe. That is a passion. I do that uh, all my waking hours now um, just because. I enjoy it. You know, I remember um, having had uh, that uh, interest in delivering something more to our customers, a paradise type of experience to our customers, um, and, and using higher programming to try to execute on that. I remember that at IBM, at the Cobalt Test Group. I remember that at IBM with the uh, Air Force Satellite folks. Um, using higher programming languages that would automate um, uh, lower steps to uh, achieve some sort of efficiency and improvement. Um, these are things that I can see LTHS being a, uh, stemming from this. I, uh, I never intended to be a chef, you know. I, when I, when I built Tuco's, that was me leaving a dissatisfying career in technology, which itself was a, a career that I had chosen only after having received a, a letter from my grandfather begging me not to pursue a career in acting, but uh, to go look at something that could pay the bills. Where, from that I ended up at, in computer science then working at IBM, <clears throat> then in the internet uh, industry with, uh, with 3 common and Nortel. So I remember leaving that behind, dissatisfied, and taking what I thought would be part of that money to start this restaurant, uh, following my dreams and passions that at the time were for food and wine. And I would create a restaurant and create recreate some of these wonderful experiences that I remember from my travels and sales uh, throughout the world and share some of that paradise with that local community. I planned to be an owner and a very good customer of it. I had no plans to be hands-on in it, but uh, that changed almost immediately. Um, I was uh, in over my head pretty much from day one. So now imagine now this 
restaurant here into it. And I am basically now at my fifth chef in these 12 months. And um, this uh, chef, chef Rose, God bless her. Um, chef Rose had been there less than a week. We had a full house, it was midweek, I remember that. I remember dinner was going fine. We were just busy, you know. There were several tickets up on the on the line. Um, well into dinner service, full house. And Chef Rose comes up to me, tears in her eyes, and just I, I can't do it. And I knew I knew right away that this was real, this was serious. And I knew not to try to talk her into this. I let her go. And my, my heart was with her on that, I understood. And it's not, it didn't come out of left field. You know, the signs were there. This was part of her story when, since day one. Um, she had mentioned that she had problems with uh, anxiety and these things. She, two days into having worked there, I learned she was homeless. And I let her sleep in, in the uh, storage uh, room um, to have something, at least out of the elements, to stay in. And I noticed she was uh, taking bigger sips and, and tasting more often uh, the wine. So there was a, a, a real uh, affinity for alcohol. Um, so it's not like I didn't see the writing on the wall, but this was all I had. You know, by a miracle, Chef Rose had walked through the door on the same day that I had lost Chef Four, which I call Chef Parlamore because he was very distinguished, a very interesting character, very, very uh, intelligent. Um, he would call his lovers Paramours, and he would, he would always carry himself with such distinction. But he suffered terribly from PTSD. He, he was once George Lucas's uh, chef, private chef, long ago, before the PTSD and the meth uh, scrambled his life. He lasted two days. He miraculously offered to help me. When I was without a chef that day, just that day, I had lost prior chef, which was, I call him Chef Culinary Institute of America. He had an incredible resume, and he had an incredible taste for my most expensive wines, which he would serve himself plenty of as soon as anyone wasn't looking, and threatened me with his chef knife when I caught him one day doing that, um, who was replacing Chef Extraordinaire, a very flamboyant chef who loved being a chef and loved spending time with the customers with a towel over his shoulder. And he loved throwing parties at that restaurant after work when nobody was there on, on me. And that was to cover for Chef Grumpy Pants who had helped me open, who couldn't understand why he was even there. He, he'd been there, done that. Why was he even there? This was, I should have known, I should have seen it coming, but I didn't. And that night, when Chef Rose walked out on me, I had I looked out at that full house. They were all enjoying themselves. 
I looked over at my kitchen who was staring at me, wondering what I was going to do. And I had a decision to make. Either we were going to shut it down that night, give everybody their money back, figure out what to do tomorrow. Or, and that's what I decided to do, is put on an apron, get back there, take over the line and finish the evening out. I told my servers, let your customers know it's going to be slow, but it's going to be good. And I turned to my dishwasher and I said, if I'm going to learn to cook, you're going to learn to cook. And we got through that night and the customers were happy. And that was my first day in the kitchen in a professional way. And I remember how, how good that felt. And the plan was to get through, pinch hit until I found somebody. That somebody never came. And in fact, my dishwasher ended up being running my whole kitchen and was amazing at it. And it turned out my menu grew from there, my recipes, everything grew from there. And we saw a real success from the culinary point of view. Well, in honor of Tuco's, I'm preparing right now one of the most more popular items that we had on our menu, which are cachapas, Venezuelan corn griddle cakes, which I used to love so much when I would visit in uh, Caracas. And I lost all my recipes for the restaurant when it collapsed, but I've been able to get quite close with the with this recipe and I'll share it with you um, here on this podcast you'll want to um, put in a blender two cups of whole kernel corn I use frozen corn this could be fresh corn on the cob that you cut off the cob if you want to do something really nice during corn season or this could be even something as simple as canned corn drained with the fluid drained. Um, put this in a blender. Um, two cups of the, that whole corn, a uh, quarter cup of sugar, teaspoon of salt, a quarter cup of canola oil, and a half a cup of milk. Blend that. Uh, you don't have to blend it perfectly smooth. I like to leave mine chunky with some, some of the whole kernels still there. I take that out, transfer it to... Um, a mixing bowl and I fold in two eggs and a quarter cup of flour and those you griddle off just like pancakes and you'll serve those with sour cream and um, a slice a nice thick slice of fresh mozzarella the nice soft ball kind um, and uh, that's as close as you're going to get to uh, something absolutely delicious that you would have had maybe at a at an open-air uh, uh, restaurant in Venezuela or, or even along the side of a road uh, as you're cruising up the mountain to uh, to the lake um, anyways um, I, I hope you enjoy that um, in, in terms of the um, of the when you're frying them I like to use a nice thing of butter so you get a nice buttery flavor Okay, enjoy all that, and we'll see you next time, everyone. Thank you.